All right, fans, welcome back to another episode of the Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're going to give you the Wednesday deep dive here. We're going to get into it. Uh, we're recording this on Monday during Raw. This is uh, just to give you a timeline. It was right after the Miz TV segment with AJ Styles. Don't worry, we're going to talk plenty about Mr. AJ Styles tonight. But let's bring the crew in first. We have Mr. D. Wayne. How are you doing, sir? I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Huh? Great. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, I'm great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Two James, happy Super Bowl week to you and your Panthers. Yes, sir. Ain't no sunshine when it's on. <laughs> this is the wonkiest opening ever. Oh my gosh. Um what's the what's the line at now for the game, Two James? I'm not sure what it is now, but I have it for last week. I haven't checked it since. I heard it went up because everybody's betting the Panthers. So yeah, that's how it is. Vegas knows how to make their money. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Mr. Sidley Sellis, how are you this evening? I'm doing good. I just got a whole bunch of BGB questions going on Twitter right now, and it's great, giving great Twitter reactions. So hopefully that will keep up during this live tweeting during Raw. Right on, man. Yeah, we um. We we cut um an episode you and I the other night it was our um, our Sunday three count. We talked about the awesome Kong incident in the UK. We talked about uh, the Rock's promo on Raw, and we talked about Shinsuke Nakamura coming into NXT when we're at Takeover in Dallas, fellas. That's going to be a really Absolutely. exciting event. Um, speaking of exciting, I just have to brag a little bit. Um, I have a birthday coming up this week. I'm turning. I'm going to just say 22 years old because I don't like the age I'm actually turning. Um, <laughs> But uh, my Are wife. You an Aquarius? I I am an Aquarius. See, I knew something I liked about you. Yeah, shouts out to the Aquarii out there. I think that's yes, the plural. Sir. Who knows? Um, I'm gonna get to go. My wife's gonna take me to a house show in March. Uh, just outside, a little less than a month before WrestleMania, and uh, the, the it was supposed to be the Cena tour. It was supposed to be like Cena and the Dudleys and Bray Wyatt, and then after the Cena injury, everything got shuffled, and we're gonna get. KO and Ambrose for the IC title in the main event. We're going to get, um, I don't know who Sheamus is working, but Sheamus is going to be there. We're going to get the tag titles, uh, New Day versus Usos. We're going to get Becky and Charlotte. AJ Styles is set to appear. Kalisto's going to be there. Um, there's uh, Ryback. There's a couple more that I'm missing, but um, I feel like we lucked out with the better card out of the two because the other card, Roman Reigns isn't even working that weekend. It's like the Wyatts and Kane and Dolph Ziggler on the other tour. So I feel pretty fortunate. It's going to be a good show, and it'll be nice to see AJ Styles. I saw him at a TNA house show back in 2008, so it's been a while. I got to meet him at that show, but I'm really excited for my birthday present, so I wanted to brag a little bit. Now, you guys, you guys have uh, – is it a house show coming up in D.C. right before Mania? I thought it was. I think that would have been a misinformed on my part. I think it's, I heard it on the radio, but it's, it's a sure. WWE. It's a WWE live um, show that's Sunday before WrestleMania. You think that might and be too? Thinking, I was hoping that if, if if it's in DC on Sunday, hopefully the Raw would be in Baltimore on Monday. But Lord knows is where that's going to be. So I thought. I thought the Raw before was like in a really big market. Like I thought it was in like I think it's in Brooklyn. It's in Brooklyn. Yeah, I think I think yep. you're right. It is in Brooklyn. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you guys, the last time I went to Mania, you guys had Raw, the Raw Before Mania in D.C. Because I remember you sending me a video of Roman Reigns walking right by your section, right? Yep. Yeah. That was you and D-Wayne, Silas, that went to that, yep. from what I remember. Um, so you thinking about going, or you think it's too close to Mania? Uh, can't pull it. Can't pull it. No. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not worth it to me right now. Well, it's not like we're not going to see some wrestling pretty soon anyways. Exactly, which I'm very super uber excited about. I'm actually. I'm not going if everybody went. Well, now I think you where's should it, go. Where's it at? Is it the Patriot Center? Where's it at? In... Probably at the Verizon Center, isn't it? At, at the Verizon Center on Sunday? I think it is at the Verizon Center. You should, should do it. No, probably 20 bucks a pop at most. We had pretty cheap seats. The fees kind of killed us, but we had some cheaper seats for the one we're going to. We're going to be in like the lower bowl on the corner of the ring. Okay. Um, okay. And I'm surprised I talked my wife into it because she's already going to three events with us in Dallas. So she uh, officially will be canonized as a saint here um, by the she's end of the a, evening. She's part of the Divas Revolution, though. She, well, clearly, yeah. She just I think she just <laughs> wants to wear her new paid shirt out in public that she just got. There you go. So, um, well, Mr. D. Wayne, this is the deep dive. We're just going to kind of get into whatever, whenever, and we're going to kind of go long form here. And when we were texting about 20 minutes ago, you said you had a rant. Yes, I have a rant. And this goes into the whole blurred lines of the WWE. First of all, it's right now. I was from Bleacher Report earlier, and guess what I saw? I saw Charlotte promoting the reading challenge for WWE. And in my head, I said to myself, isn't isn't she supposed to be a heel right now? And that's the issue that I'm having. You're having heel people doing fake Fake. stuff. Stephanie McMahon might be the worst example of it, but I saw this this thing you're talking about, too. (laughs) And and when you blur lines like that, you get storylines like what we have today. You get the reactions from the crowd where... You want you want to you the the up highers want, might want someone to cheer for you for this person, but they're not. The Big Show is definitely the worst example. On oh TV. yeah, oh yeah. He switched he switch every week. Yeah, what what is the Big Show right now? I don't know. Or Kane? I don't know what Kane is either. I assume he's babyface, but I don't really know. They're feels right now. They're not know. feels. Yeah, and that's the issue. So my thing is, you have Charlotte as a heel. Why put her right here? Now, you, now you're setting. I feel like you're setting her up for failure right now. Well, and just to just to even go farther, it's not even just like you know kayfabe versus outside of the kayfabe world. We're watching Raw right now. Brie Bella is gonna work babyface against Charlotte tonight in honor of her sister with the injury. Whereas, like, weren't the Bellas like hardcore heels recently? Yes. Like I'm pretty positive that Brie Bella worked heel against Becky Lynch on like Raw or SmackDown in the past week. Yeah, I'm sure Brie Bella Brie Bella was never a heel as long as she's been on TV. Especially with her doing the yes kicks, there's no way. Her theme music can't allow her to be heel. It's just so facey on the theme music yeah, alone. I, I've never seen her even, even the start of the Divas Revolution. She she has never been the heel to me. Let's be clear, her theme music is ugly. Did you see the Total Divas where they she tried to re-record the music with her singing it? Oh my god, no. Nah. It was uh <laughs> Yeah. 
anyways, uh, D Wayne, continue. I'm sorry. So yeah, that's 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 my issue, and I feel like until you solve this issue of really, if you're gonna have some face stuff to do outside of the KFAB where then have faces do them. You, you can't keep switching up because you people see these commercials. Wrestling fans see these commercials. When you see when you see these commercials and these promotions, it's gonna be some type of ill will because people want the storyline to to continue. And you, as an entertainment company, it's your job to kind of cater to what we expect if you want the reaction that you want. I Isn't it? Instance, right now, I can't take, after seeing this, I can't take Charlotte serious right now. She's up here showboating. And <laughs> I can't take that serious right now because she's going to go back to a reading challenge. <laughs> <laughs> isn't it Um, isn't it funny how, like, she can do that or, like, Triple H can get mauled by Roman Reigns and then introduce the NXT TakeOver in London, like, a week later. But then yes. Lana puts their engagement out and she's been in the doghouse since like July or August or whatever yeah. it was. It's all just silly. Though like be kayfabe or don't be kayfabe, but at least have a little bit of like continuity. I agree with what you're saying. Oh, this is just so bad. I'm just sorry. Just live of this match. And and I just agree with D Wayne says I can't take her seriously right now. What and by the fact that she, I I don't even know. It's like the fact that it's just like a total divas promo versus putting Brie Bella in this little match with the champion. It's just not over for me. And like literally the Raw has not been good for this first hour, what, 18 minutes that it's been playing? So we we all can agree that somebody's going to come out and interfere in this match, right? Well, Uh, I would like to think Sasha Banks is going to be on the show here soon. Um, so. Speaking of Sasha Banks, can I can I ask you a Sasha question, you guys? Since, yes. since we're deep diving here, this is kind of like more of a, just a train of thought thing. So Ooh. a lot of people want it to just be Charlotte and Sasha for the title at Mania. And some people think that Becky needs to be a part of that, that she's earned it. And then you have a contingent online that thinks it should be a fatal four-way because Paige should be reestablished kind of in that division. Um what are your thoughts about what would be the best match, or do we see two Divas matches on the main card, or is one on the pre-show? Like, what would you do if you had the book? Why? So here's my thing: if you want, if you want to really dig into this Divas revolution, why not have two matches? I mean, that's what I would do too. I agree. I I would do Charlotte and Sasha one on one, and then maybe you have like. Um, I don't even think it needs to be like just shoehorn them in just for a second match, but like actually set up a feud. Like have Becky be upset that she's not in the title match and have heel Paige come in and be like, oh, poor Becky. And like just have them two start a rivalry. They could have a match too. How about an eight, a eight, uh, yeah, eight person tournament of a woman's king of the ring or queen of the ring, rather? I think that would probably be, uh, I guess, epidemic for the Divas Revolution. You got eight, you know, competitors fighting. And then maybe put one on top with different matches that he's like, huh, maybe have an upset here or what happens with this one. I mean, maybe it could happen. That, I, I like that Queen of the Ring idea. I don't know if you do it at like Mania or anything, but they should totally do that. There's still formal stables still out there, so it's kind of not going to work because you, you can't have Natalia versus any of her best friends, you know? And then you arguably, whatever side that you have 
Charlotte on, you kind of like match on the other side. Like, well, this is ultimately going to be the last match, you know. What if it's kind of what if it's kind of like foreshadow? What if you took all the divas that weren't in the title match and had them feud with the social outcasts? <laughs> I, I, I want to see Bo design. tap out to the arm the, to, to the disarmor by Becky, <laughs> and then have Paige put Curtis Axel in the uh, in the PTO. Oh my god! Yeah, oh man! I just let's let's our, talk our, about. Our can we talk about Ric Flair for a second? Because as we're watching this match on Raw, he is driving me insane. I know it's he's supposed Wait, you know, to. He's a heel. Oh, go ahead. I know he's supposed to because he's a heel, but it's just driving me nuts right now. You know, I'm surprised they edited the kiss though off uh, WWE Network. I heard when he went in for the kiss on. Uh, they Becky did. Lynch, they edited it out because they thought the sexism or something like that. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, so now Bree. All right, I'm about to bathroom break. Hold on, let's 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 go back to Ric Flair right here. Hold on. <laughs> let's go back to him. First of all, let's write it down. Upset. And here's my thing. I have an issue with the whole Ric Flair being right here right now because I feel like he takes away the attention from Charlotte. I think I feel like we already. I feel like we covered that, or somebody <laughs> brought that up before. It helps to hurt at the same time because it doesn't establish her zone. I think we did bring that up. And I think you yeah. did too, James. Maybe I think I you brought up saying that, uh, you know, it, it's not allowing her to develop her own character because all she's doing is doing the, uh, the shadow of her father, what he was. And it's not really her, helping her on that main roster. Yeah, I mean, Rick, Rick being out there doesn't do anything but this ass. The, um, it, it, it brings another aspect to fans to look at and say, oh, they'll go Rick Flair. No matter if you know who Charlotte is or not, you're going to pay attention to Rick Flair because, I mean, arguably he's still one of the hottest uh, entertainers in the business right now. So, and I, you know, Charlotte's still going to, Charlotte's going to run into the Sasha Banks train after a while anyway, so it's not going to make a difference. I just hope there's some people with, for Sasha to work with for an extended run because, like, she could feud with Becky she can finish the feud with Charlotte. She can feud with Paige. But then after that, it's kind of like... And then after that, they bring up Bailey. No, you know... But as, then what? As good as, good as <laughs> Sasha Banks is and as good as, you know, these few possibilities are, she can feud with one person for the whole year and, and it's just going to be what it is. I mean, her and Bailey feuded for the three pay-per-views, I think. And yep. you didn't get tired of it. I mean... I'm a big Sasha Banks fan, but I'm not going to be mad to see her feud with Charlotte for another six months, you know, or whoever it may be. I think it would be so, cool for her to feud with, with Nikki Bella if Nikki can come back. Okay. Sasha and Nikki would be really fun. That's why I'm, I, I'm, I'm a strong advocate of them doing the fatal, the, a fatal four. You, um, at, at WrestleMania? Yeah, full spectrum. Ever since the Divas Revolution, we all seen that coming, you know? If they do it, I want them to have 20 minutes at least. Yeah. And in that, in that case, I think they should do an elimination Fatal 4, not just a Fatal 4 first pen. Do an elimination. I know. I love elimination that, that's style. The issue. That's the issue right there. Because then you could still get it but down to you your one-on-one on one Charlotte and Sasha at the end if you wanted to do that. Exactly. And that could be five to ten minutes itself out of hold your 20-minute match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You sold me on it. You sold me on it. Now I kind of want that instead. And, I think you have to do it like that. And if the fourth person, you know, just happens to be Eva Marie, by oh some odd Lord, chance, don't tease me. 
I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't either. Don't tease me. I would want her to win. I might even uh, have to turn on Sasha there. I would want her to win too. I don't know. She's, I don't know why she's the one promoted on the Fastlane uh, poster. That is That was weird to me. You never know. I don't I mean, know. I wouldn't look too far into that, you guys. But then again, I wouldn't need just a pretty face. Yeah, yeah just putting a pretty but then face. Then again, what happened with Ronan Reigns last year when they promoted him? Don't get me started on Roman Reigns. We already did twenty minutes on him last episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, Mr. D Wayne, you said you wanted to do a deep dive into potential AJ Styles <laughs> opponents. Um, we've seen him touch gloves with um, Chris Jericho on Raw. We've seen him touch gloves with The Miz tonight. What uh, what would you do? Who are some guys you'd want to see him work with? And more specifically, who would you want to see him work with at WrestleMania? Um, the person which I feel like he's going to end up going against at WrestleMania is kind of tough right now because they're trying to put him in a mixture of trying to see how the crowd reacts with a lot of guys, but he's so over but I would love to see him in a match with Kevin Owens, personally. I think, honestly, that might be match of the night. Um, but does WWE want to go that way? Uh, I don't know. Um, I don't want to see him ever somebody risk Chris Jericho. That's something I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't think I do either. We already saw that match, too. Yeah. Um, I don't want to see him with The Miz, either. No. <laughs> I don't want to see The Miz with anybody, to be honest with you. No. I think like the perfect match, to me, would be Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Okay. What do, what do you think about that, uh, Mr. Silly Says? Would you want to see KO and AJ Styles at WrestleMania, or do you, can you think of a better opponent? You know, I think the the most cleanest match that you'll get where you have both, you know, competitors work hard at it will be a KO versus AJ Styles match. I mean, it has so much history on the indie circuit. They they know how to touch each other. And I think on WrestleMania, you want to bring somebody in with AJ Styles that knows how to do good in-ring chemistry. I mean, even though with Jericho and AJ Styles, Jericho could work with anybody and Jericho could put anybody over. It's just the chemistry of the two wasn't there. And then granted, it was just a raw match. So I really feel somebody with great chemistry that has history with AJ will be somebody like a Kevin Owens that can do that. And I think that's really the only way you can go. I... I disagree with both of you, but I, I wouldn't. It's not that I don't want to see that match. I just don't know about WrestleMania. Before I say what I think, what do you think, too, James? Who would you put him up against? I'm starting to feel like you're feeling, actually. I don't think. I mean, the story, the the indie line story is fine, but in actuality, there is no story because if the WWE has been building a whole aspect of when you come here, you're you're fresh, you start off brand new. All mm-hmm. that, all that Andy backlash means nothing, you know, because I got you. as much of a story he has with Kevin Owens, he has a bigger story with the hottest person in NXT. So do you, you can make an argument to say, well, there's so much story between him and Finn, ba- Finn Balor. Why not bring Finn up and make this happen now? So well, actually, I really honestly believe that um, whoever. AJ Styles wrestles is going to be somebody that's going to make him look really good in preparation for this new year he's coming up again. I don't think 
the story don't have much besides what we're seeing now, and it's not going to really make a difference. I don't, I don't, I don't expect nothing like good. I don't expect a good video package for the storyline or anything. I just mm-hmm. expect for something to be forced down our throats to say, "Look, this, these guys hate each other. They're about to, <laughs> they're about to fight. That's it." So. Let's, and so, with that being said, too, I expect AJ Styles to fight way earlier in the car. Yeah, no, I agree. Maybe even the opener, depending on if they if they do another ladder match. I would think the ladder match would be for the less the least hot of the mid card titles would probably be the U.S. title. All right, so let's let's go back to and I'm I'm kind of in agreement with um Marcel uh, Sellers right here in regards to the whole not playing off the indie circuit. When he made his deba- um, debut, the announcers played off his indie circuit. I think they just played off of whatever they could play off of to make him seem legitimate because he'd actually touched touched gloves with those guys before. I think yeah. that, I think that so, that's all that was. That's good old, that's good old Michael, uh, I'm about to say Michael Bay. <laughs> that's good old uh, Michael Jump Jumping the gun. Right away, because it's just like, yes, we know who he is. Yes, you want to say where he's from. But then next week, you get back to saying you're in the big leagues now. So all this indie, you know, all your indie records and everything means nothing now. So. You know who I want to see him wrestle? That's what I've been waiting to see. <laughs> you been you got that tease on me. Who you, who you calling? Well, I don't think you put him up against Kevin Owens because I think Kevin Owens is needed elsewhere. I think you're going to see Kevin Owens either work The Undertaker or Sami Zayn. Um, You could easily see either of those stories being told without putting a ton of legwork into it. You know what I mean? Uh He wants to take down Taker because I'm the guy that came in and beat Cena and I need to get back on track. So I'm going to take out the dead man and do what Brock Lesnar did. And then, um, or you, you know, you already have the Sami Zayn thing built right in. It just really depends on where they want to go with Sami Zayn moving forward to the main roster. But I don't want to see him in there with Jericho because, like you guys said, it's pretty obvious who's going to win because Jericho is going to be gone after the the pay per view after Mania is what I heard his deal is up to. I want to see him wrestle for the Intercontinental Championship against Dean Ambrose. And I had a feeling he was going to go there, but I just just don't think that's going to happen. I think Dean is going to be involved in this world title match somehow, and the IC title is going to be forgot about at Mania. You know, and and that was my pick. I want to see him against ADR, against the U.S. uh, title. Yeah. You you, uh, you know what? I love you, bro. If he wasn't Kevin Owens, I agree. I would push more towards... Aaron and you know put him in, put him for the IC title. I don't want to see him with the U.S. title. He, I, I feel like he's too over for the U.S. title right now. But I think that I think the U.S. title field is entertainment because now we see it can change hands by anybody. So that's a bad thing, though. Yeah, because it's it's not exciting. The U.S. title field right now. Let's be real; it's not exciting. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Now let's see that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You cannot say it's not exciting. Kalisto winning arguably was the most exciting thing last month. Uh, you know? Because you look uh, at because and, even you even you yourself said like you look at the hard work that he's put in and he was rewarded. Yeah, he was rewarded, but let's let's get it straight. He lost it. <laughs> the next, <laughs> don't, don't smack down. <laughs> no, okay, 
okay. and, and that and that's my and that's my thing too. No matter if he won it, yes, that's cool. But when you look against him versus Alberto Del Rio, I'm taking Alberto Del Rio nine out of ten times each time. So you know he's gonna he, he wasn't really supposed to win the, fat, the belt, but he did. It's like that's pretty cool that they went that avenue. You but know? two chains, he's already two and one against ADR in championship matches. And they're going to book it again at Fastlane. I just saw that online. Yeah. We're going to see that match again. And then, and then, and then what if ADR wins and it's two and two? Like, it's a never-ending thing with the feud. It's not Rey Mysterio versus ADR. We don't need to touch two Hispanic wrestlers together and think they're going to work. I'm sorry. They don't they're not, need to do they're that. Not build, they're not building that at all, too. I, I hope not. Noticed, I don't know if you noticed it, but they have not even alluded to that by any means. Yeah. So, um, but I just mean, like, you know, I, I don't think that I see Phil right now as a signing because I do think it's going to be forgotten about. So, uh, you know, you want to legitim- legitimize him, go ahead and put him in the U.S. and the, the field of contenders with that. I mean, you have him work a lot of a lot of good mid-talent in contention, you know, like the Zigglers and, you know, people are soon to return. But the, I see this looks like it's going to be forgotten because it's always going to be in correlation with the, the World Heavyweight Championship, especially with Dean holding it. And Dean and you dro- made a great point earlier. Oh, go! I'm sorry. Yeah, and if Dean drops it to AJ Styles because if that match was to happen, the Dean is severely hurt and with his potential to be in the heavyweight championship. Unless he and turns whatever. heel the next night on Raw and goes after a champion Roman Reigns. Yeah. Then he's so, then he's not. So let's let's move a little bit past that because uh, me and City Sales was talking earlier this week. And we both said we both kind of mentioned that we wouldn't be surprised within the next year if AJ Styles has a, a world title one. What am I watching right now? Again, you're watching the Big Show get beat down by the Wyatts. Um, <laughs> so you're you're saying you know the only situation in which I could see him having a run with it, Mister D Wayne, would be if he was a heel. I don't think any other babyface besides Roman Reigns is going to have that title for the next year or year and a half, even. Except if if Brock gets it, and I don't know what you don't. He's not a babyface or a heel. He's just Brock. <laughs> Seriously, I'm not. I'm not trying to be to be weird about. It. That just is what it is. Yeah, um, you're right. So like, I I think. It would be cool to see a heel AJ Styles go after him and really like take the CM Punk role and be like, you can't wrestle. Nobody likes you. You're clumsy. You have too many tattoos. You live off your family's name. I'm a world-class traveled athlete. I've been doing this longer than than you've been able to even tie your shoes. Like, have him just go at Roman Reigns as a heel. But he's so over right now. I think you need to make that run for what it's worth and squeeze money out of that first. Like, you know, just I'm I'm just taking, for example, you know, the tickets we bought tonight for this house show. Like, I really wanted to see Kevin Owens. I really wanted to see Ambrose live. The New Day was there. But then I saw AJ was there, and that put it over the top for me. Got to go now. AJ Styles is there. I'm excited. And it's weird that I had to find that out from WWE.com. The arena's not even promoting AJ Styles. Because I don't know if WWE realized it. It is subject to change, but... I mean, he he just got added to it recently, so I feel like that's pretty accurate, barring any injuries, you know, like sure. you said. But um, I have yet to so, see Kevin Owens work live, so I'm excited for that regardless because he's in the main event of that show. 
it's going to be awesome for sure. Yeah. Um, what were we talk? I, what were we talking about before AJ Styles being a world champion? Yeah, and and I think it could happen. But two teams. I'm gonna go back to a point that you made earlier. You made a great point, and I think you talked about this before we started recording that you thought AJ Styles needs to be in the mid card, and that way you could help mid card with those feuds with belts like the US title or the IC title. But the problem with WWE booking is when you got so many potential mid card people that are not being used. And then you're mishandling your belts. For example, your IC belt is always being attached in with the World Heavyweight title. Or your U.S. title is being not defended by more than just two people. I mean, even when Cena was the world, I mean, excuse me, the U.S. title at, at that mid-card feud, he brought in new people. He brought fresh things. He brought fresh feuds. And that, mm-hmm. to me, I mean, that made the belt legitimate. Even when Cody Rose, I'm sorry, I'm going back to my boy, but even when he was <laughs> the IC title and he brought back the white championship belt, he made it look fresh. Like, even with that uh, feud with the Big Show, that still was a fresh mid-card feud. You know, they, those are the type of guys that you want to have your mid-card titles. But when booking's not being booked right to, to elevate those titles to make it uh, reasonable, then I think you're hurting it. So, okay, so my, all right, here's, here's my two things with it. Number one, with the speculation for whoever needs to be in the top tier for the World Heavyweight Championship, my, my question to that is, at what point do you take Roman Reigns off the pedestal? Or, as we like to say, um, at what point does one wrestler, one wrestler decides that their main focus isn't the belt no more? Because certain feuds make the feud stronger than the belt, like Brock Lesnar, Undertaker. Yeah. Where Brock right. just, you know, just lost it, but he was just like, well, you know, Undertaker interrupted, so now that's more important. You know? Yeah. So, at, at, at what point does that happen to Ronan Reigns, okay? So, with that with that being said, is it's just like, with the World Heavyweight Championship, there's a lot of people, not a lot, but there's a few people up in up in this top tier that it doesn't make sense. So, that it seems like only Ronan Reigns is the only person that's ever going to hold the belt up there, as for now, which isn't exciting. Because anybody that gets put in that category... It's going to say, well, that would be cool if they wrestled, but we know who belt it really belongs to, you know, until something really drastic happens. And even if, like, mysteriously, Dean Ambrose wins and he goes to fight Triple H, <laughs> at the end of the day, we still know that Ronan Reigns is going to have something to do with that. So, anyway, with that being said, AJ Styles, what we all been waiting for, um, oh, um, what do you call that? A segue? <laughs> Isn't that how the song goes? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Get some points for that. But let me let me add to that too, James. I think the only thing Roman can't do that AJ Styles can do, or even a Dean Ambrose, Roman still can't tell his own story where he can carry another wrestler. A lot of crutches. And that's gonna hurt him. That's why you can't have him in a feud that's not dealing with the belt, because by him chasing for the belt, you have Roman's goal trying to get to the top, trying to get to the top, trying to reach that mountaintop. But then he can't carry our own story. Like, even Cena, as, as stale as his character is, he can still carry his own story with whoever he's feuding with. And that's the problem that Roman doesn't have. Yeah. I th- and, and, and I guess my argument is with the mid-card is the mid-card is more exciting. I think it's like how um, Finn Balor feels that NXT is more exciting. He doesn't want to come yes. out to get put into a, a whole, you know, wash hole of just nothingness. Because he already knows where he's going. If he comes to the top, he's going straight to the top. However, exactly. this mid card, with it being, it, it, if it can 
you know, generate more excitement, which I feel is the most the most exciting right now, then you do get people that's going to be like, man, look, bring me up because I want to wrestle with these people. I know I can put on a spectacular match with these people. And no matter what belt's at the line, we're going to make it what it's worth, you know? Right, yeah. right. So I don't care if it's the IC, which at, at this point I do care if it's the IC because Dean Ambrose is playing in Ronda Reigns land, which isn't good. But if it's the U.S. Heavyweight Championship, it's cool because the belt could be involved, but then you have storylines where everybody's targeting the belt, not unnecessary views. I, I, I would like to see that happen. But will it happen? That's that's the only thing. I don't think people are ready to pull this trigger. Like, for example, as we look at Tyler Breeze, he is somebody that would be perfect for that U.S. title if you have a lot of people going after that mid-card title. That's why, in my opinion, the Cruiserweight belt was so great that gave opportunities for, like, Jamie Noble and Billy Kidman to keep fighting over that belt because it gave them presence. Even the European title, Val Venus, D'Lo Brown, they had some type of marking because they wanted to fight for that belt. That belt meant something to them to be some type of title holder. You know, it, it, that's why I think WWE is missing on that aspect that everything does not have to do with the top guy. Make your feuds mean something that they're going for a goal. You want to you want to wrestle for something. I miss D'Lo Brown. Yep. Oh yeah, it's chest protector. That's <laughs> it's chest protector. Oh boy, can I can I ask a question that I thought of as you guys were all talking about kind of the Roman Reigns being like the focal point of the title picture? Um, I want to make one point, and then I want to ask a question. My one point is that um, if you look at the the main event that's seeming to kind of shape up for WrestleMania, it's Roman right. Reign is the main event, and like you said before, there's all these props that are kind of putting him in that position to where like they're they're basically trying to get to a point where you're forced to cheer him, whether you want to or not, because you're going to put heel Steph, heel Vince, heel Triple H against him, and maybe you throw the Rock out there, Ronda Rousey, or whoever. Dean Ambrose to make us cheer him. It's like it feels like it's just Dean. Am- it's excuse me. It feels like Roman Reigns is just in the main event, and all these pieces are kind of propping him up, rather than him working with someone or making somebody look good as the potential champion moving forward. Because as a champion, he's gonna have to make guys look good, even if he's beating them. Yeah. Let's put it this way. This is what I'm gonna say. In order to be the man, you have to beat the man. And let's face it. If they, if it's going to happen, and he's probably going to get cheered the day that he faces John Cena, because the only person, let's be real, Triple H can't put him over the way that we want him to put him over. There's only one person in the company that can put anybody over and say, look, here it is, and it's John Cena. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, you look at, like, back in the day, Ultimate Warrior wasn't the ultimate warrior until he beat Hulk Hogan and nobody yes. ever beat Hulk Hogan. It wouldn't have been the same if he beat the Macho Man for the title. However, Macho Man versus Warrior WrestleMania 7 is probably in my top 10 mania matches of all time. That match is yeah. tremendous. Um, you look you can even look ahead at when Stone Cold Steve Austin he had to beat Bret Hart and then he had to beat Shawn Michaels and The Rock in three subsequent WrestleManias like that being the man to beat the man, you know that like that's the epitome of it right there. The guys he beat yeah. three WrestleManias in a row. Um, uh-huh. Does you, that even apply right now? Kevin Owens ain't the man. No, but Kevin Owens can always say that he beat John Cena in his first main roster match. Yep. 
And I, you know what? He can put over a lot of people as a heel because to a certain extent, that's what heels are there for, to put over the good guys. Kevin Owens, I guarantee you, he's going to have a big-time WrestleMania match because they don't have a lot of legit heels that get legit boos all the time consistently. He's going to have a big-time match, and I hope it's either against Taker or Sami Zayn, like I said. Um, but my question I wanted to ask you guys, and we can really get into this, is so... If you look at the calendar year 2016, I know we kind of predicted this on our uh, our beginning of the year episode, but like you, you kind of see Roman Reigns having like a pretty long title run at this point after Mania, after he beats Triple uh-huh. H, because we all know it's going to happen. And you kind of figure some heel is going to win Money in the Bank and probably take the title off of him at some point. Cough, cough, Kevin Owens or Bray Wyatt. Uh-huh. Who Who's going to be champion in the next year besides Roman Reigns and maybe a returning Seth Rollins or a Brock Lesnar again. Although I think it's kind of boring to have Brock be champion again at this point. I would pull the trigger on Kevin Owens faster than I would at Bray at this point. I just think the fame is kind of holding Bray back in a way, and I hate to say that because Bray has still not won a big type of event on a major pay-per-view, and, and Kevin Owens already has. He's beaten Cena. But... Uh, it's, it's hard to say. I can't. I can't pull the trigger on Bray. Yet. I'm just not sold. If Bray does it, he's gonna be like a one month champion, like Sheamus was, and that's not good. I, I'll tell you who be who's gonna be the champion. You really want to know? John Cena. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> John Cena. John Cena. <laughs> it yeah. It's the only. It's the only one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that dude is ending. Going towards the end of his career, not really towards he's done, but until he gets some cruise control. You think uh-huh. they're gonna trap him? Yeah. You know what they John do? Cena. You know what they do, D Wayne? You have Roman versus John Cena at SummerSlam for John's return match, going after that 16th world title. Have John Cena win. And so you can kind of set up Roman Reigns chasing John Cena down the line, but then have Kevin Owens cash in on John Cena so you can protect uh Roman Reigns. How about you have Triple H? Versus John Cena for it. Uh, um, I saw that at WrestleMania they, 10 years ago, brother. Aren't they both, aren't they both 15 time world champions? No, Triple H no, is 14. 14. Yeah. Can, I, can I tell you something about that match, by the way, Triple H and John Cena? We were watching the beginning of Raw, my wife and I, and she's not happy that Triple H is already booked in the main event. She's like, I don't want to see these old guys anymore. And um, I said, you know what's funny? My first WrestleMania, WrestleMania 22, was 10 years ago in April. 10 years ago. Same guy is going to be in the main event again. <laughs> and I want to I re- re- rewind even farther than that. Triple H's first main event was WrestleMania 16. He main evented 16. He main evented 18. He main evented 20. 21. 22. 25. And he was sort of involved with other main events. If you look at Mania 30, he was on the outside involved. And now he's going to be in main event again in the biggest WrestleMania of all time when he has kind of control of the book. Well, he loses, he loses and then he disappears. CM Punk was best for business. CM Punk is cackling somewhere at this podcast. Like, I, don't, I would not want to be in the contention because it's like, it's, going, it's basically the Daniel Bryan effect. You know, I work hard, never win, and then when I finally win, and I mean, the bad luck came because of the bad luck, but it's just like, good Lord, all this just to go through it. and 
you know, it's not fun. It's it's tar- I feel like the World Heavyweight Championship is targeted for one person only, where it's the big card. There's so many possibilities, and with how life is happening with injuries and stuff like that, I'm I'm cool with that. That that is like the next man up mentality versus like Cesaro got hurt, so we can't decorate him. Who's the next hardest person? Well, I mean, that's how it used to be back in the day. The IC title picture was like what pure, you know, wrestling fans wanted to watch. And then Hogan was there to kind of cap it off for the star power for all the casual fans and be the big draw. You know, you look at WrestleMania 3, Steamboat Savage was clearly the better match, but Andre and Hogan was what drew 93,000. Um, I think we, you're right, we could get back to kind of a sense of that. Because um, Roman Reigns isn't the draw for me, but he's probably not supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. But Dean Ambrose getting the title off of him for a short run, that would be a draw for me. I would like to see a heel Dean Ambrose go after his brother. They keep calling each other brothers tonight on Raw. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's just poking the captain obvious to me. But they still might not pull that trigger, though. No, I mean, let's let's be real. What's gonna? I'll, I'll steal. That's your line, Dwayne. Let's be real. Um, what's gonna happen at Fastlane is that Roman Reigns is gonna win. Brock's gonna get screwed by Bray Wyatt, and Dean Ambrose <laughs> is gonna be the guy that eats the pin. Two teams you called it. I'm sorry. Two teams you called it. What two did you, teams did you, you called Did you say that to him earlier or something? The match on SmackDown. Oh, The Miz and AJ Styles? Yep. Oh, yeah. You just have to have, you just have, to have AJ beat people right now. He just needs to be beating people. Hmm. We've been griping a lot tonight. Does anyone have anything happy to talk about? Dolph Ziggler is pretty happy about his new movie, even though he says the title kind of lose to his win-loss records. What is the title? Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know. The whole League of Nations heard. You know, <laughs> WrestleMania is looking very predictable right now. Yes. Um, what Braun Strowman versus the Undertaker? Can I talk? I heard that rumor too. Can I talk about? Can I talk about why I think that could be an awesome match? You guys think it's going to be... I don't know. I don't know if y'all remember, but I called that a long time ago. I think it's going to be great if they do it. I don't think that they will. I think that it's just a rumor, but here's how I would book it. You have Braun Strowman go after him. And, like, Braun Strowman, for he might even be size-wise bigger than Brock. Like, it's pretty close. But you have Braun Strowman just come in and want to eat, you know, pick the bones of what's left of The Undertaker. And, like, I, I still maintain you could really carve that into a nice little feud just based on the size alone and have Taker look super-duper vulnerable. Um, and then what you do is if you – I guess, like, it depends on what they want to do. Like, if it was me, I'm all about just, like, having The Undertaker lose every year at WrestleMania now because there's no point. The streak's <laughs> dead. Have Braun Strowman – Beat the Undertaker, and have have the Wyatts talk about it every week, kind of like what Brock did with Paul Heyman, and then have Cena come back and like maybe try to to take down the Wyatts or do something to kind of defend the honor of the Undertaker because he's mad at how they disrespected him, and then have that be a whole feud like Cena versus Braun Strowman could be interesting for the size purposes too, and then have Taker come back. Because that was supposed to be the main event this year. Have Taker come back, and be like, "How dare you get involved in my business? I don't need you to defend me. You're what you're. You're Bush League Cena, and have that be your main event at WrestleMania 33. 
And that would be a story behind it, not just do it for the sake of doing it. That was one fantasy booking scenario I was thinking about the other day. They'll never do it, but that's why I'm a way better booker because I would have crazy stuff going on all the time. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is why the main card is definitely what's best for business. (laughs) (laughs) Stranger things. Um, Hey, before we get out of here, what do you guys make of this whole Samoa Joe coming to the main roster after WrestleMania news? I think it could be. I think he. They need good heels that can work, and I think he fits fits that bill. What's a heel anymore, and what's a face? Well, a permanent heel know. is the big show, but I'm just kind of confused, and you know, no clue. Hey, what about uh the ROH news? What uh we're gonna get a uh, go to to um in that per- in that uh, in that event in Dallas. Oh, Godo's gonna be at the um, at the, the yeah. at just the pay per view or at the TV tapings because that's what we're going to. I'm not sure now. I hope a bunch of the New Japan guys are there because I think that they could use whatever draw they can get because their pay per view is running at the same time as Takeover. And let let's be clear, we're going so. to Takeover, folks. <laughs> <laughs> not even a question, but like yeah. it would be cool if Okada was there. I'd want to see Okada. Oh yeah. Okada's the man, or um, Kushida is all. Kushida might actually be my favorite guy in New Japan right now. Actually, sure, your favorite guys ain't those guys. What do you mean? The Young Bucks. Young or Bucks are are exclusive. Are ROH signed yeah, too? Like yeah. we know they're going to be there, but um, no, I love the Young Bucks. Super Kick Party, man! I can't wait. Chances are, we might be able to get their autographs. Chances are I'm going to ask them to super kick me in the face, and I'm going to get their shoe print tattooed on my face. Ashley, who's the most ruthless wrestler, wrestlers in the business right now from their acts against kids? We've been at Kenny Omega and that little girl. Wait, what? He, what do you do? You, you remember when he was wrestling that one little that one little girl oh, oh, a while ago? No. You've never seen that video? No, please send it to me as soon as we're done recording. I would love to see Kenny Omega wrestle a little girl. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> awesome. Little girl was pretty decent, though. That's the crazy thing. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. <laughs> or the Young Bucks and the Super super Kick Party. And, oh, didn't, they, didn't the Young Bucks and AJ Styles Super Kick, uh, what's the face, too? Oh, yeah, oh Maria. Yeah, it was in that, that six-man tag this summer at one of the pay-per-views. Yeah, they... They lit her up. It was awesome. Yeah. I love the Young Bucks. Yeah, they're thick as stuff. You know that their shtick would never fly in WWE because they're like no-selling everything and super-kicking. <laughs> they're doing like Shawn Michaels finish like 17 times a match. Yeah, that would, get, that would drive me. Yes. It's just like the complete opposite of ring psychology, but it's so entertaining. <laughs> well, guys, you got anything else before we hit, we head out of here? We're really we're really all over the map on this one. Did you want to do a monster oh. files tonight, Dwayne? No, I just don't have energy right now. I'm t- very disappointed in this raw. First of all, let's talk, let's talk about this raw. 
Let's talk about the opening segment of Raw. How about that? Let's talk about that. Okay, so they had Paul Heyman do the promo saying how Brock was going to beat up the brothers. And um, Dean comes out and says he's going to take a beating and he's going to win anyways. So that's what happened. What, what didn't you like about it? It didn't do nothing for me. At all. <laughs> At all. I like Dean Ambrose getting in Brock Lesnar's face because I've never seen that before. That was new. I like that. I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be more interesting if you know it was a little bit more physical. But I guess the tough. You know why I think it doesn't ultimately work, man? Is because you look at Dean Ambrose and you know, in real life, there's no way that he could ever beat up Brock Lesnar. <laughs> and even and even in fake life wrestling, I'm not sure he could beat up Brock Lesnar. <laughs> like I was watching the Rumble, and you look at Dean Ambrose's arms, and then you look at Brock Lesnar's arms, and it's like there's there's just a clear difference there. Um, they're like the same height, though. I did notice that they're about the same height. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, make of Kurt Angle being a free agent now? I think he's going to make a really good wrestling trainer somewhere or he's going to be really good at signing autographs at conventions. <laughs> I don't I don't think WWE is going to pick him up even for one match. Nor do I necessarily want to see it because I just worry he just like got like was rumored to have like a minor concussion on the Impact tour this week. <laughs> he's going to be like one of these guys in the movie Concussion like he's just going to be a shell of a man. With a really, really good fake suntan. I don't mean to be a downer. I just like, I think, you know, it's time. That's all I'm saying. Time to hang it up. Time to hang it up. I love Kurt Angle, though. Don't get me wrong. I wish that he could have had one more run in WWE. Because he hasn't been at WrestleMania in 10 years. Because the last WrestleMania he was at was the one I was at, 22. He wrestled in that triple threat. Lost the world title to Rey Mysterio. Got booed out of the building. He uh, he's hinting that he's going to go fight some MMA. I don't want to yeah. see it. I don't want to see it. I want to see CM Punk get knocked out here pretty soon, though. <laughs> I hope he does, and I'm actually going to be rooting for him. But I just, it's just been so long that build up for CM Punk. I'm just kind of over it. I'm not as excited about it. Oh, it's been almost two years now. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, I'm kind of over it. Hmm. You guys got anything else, though, before we go? We're kind of all losing steam here. This is what three-hour Raws every Monday do to you folks. <laughs> this is why we're recording during Raw, because we know that like we can kind of get by and we'll keep our eye on it, but it's going to ultimately be okay if we're not if we're half-heartedly paying attention. I'm just trying to get to fast lane. You know, this, even though this match right now is kind of not bad, so it's because it's Kevin Owens and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, <laughs> because it's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dolph Ziggler is running all, all over the ring right now. Yeah. Hey, real quick before we go, speaking of Dolph Ziggler, did you guys watch that um, ride along show on the network? Uh, not yet. It's good. <laughs> I they should tape one every week. It's like you put two cameras in there. And send a cameraman in the back seat. It's pretty cool. They had the New Day in one car going to get burritos. 
and then they had um <laughs> they had the Miz and Dolph Ziggler going to get lattes and driving from Boston to Philly at night. It was like a five hundred mile drive or something, four hundred mile drive or something crazy like that. And just hearing them tell stories and stuff. And then at the end of the show, um, you know how um, Xavier Woods has that like portable gaming system that he brings around. Yeah, it like yeah. fall. It like falls out the trunk onto the ground when they get to their hotel, and he's like all sad. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. And hey, you saw the new day, the Francesca shirt for New Day. You gonna get I it? It was, it was so funny. It no, is, not it getting is, it though. It is funny. I agree. That's a huge trombone he has now. Phrasing. I I just realized my phrasing there. I gotta watch myself. Um, <laughs> Anyways, um, you guys ready to sign out, man? We're we're just we're just dragging along here now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. The man. Bo- the bottom line of today's discussion is WrestleMania will be predictable, and anybody that's in the same class with Roman Reigns, good luck. Yeah, welcome to your styles. welcome to your new ceiling, which has more tattoos than the old ceiling. <laughs> and AJ Styles, styles go ahead. He will. He will find his lane. It, it will. It will all work out for him. There will be a lot of throw, throwaways thrown at him. Maybe just to make sure his conditioning and WWE presence is is legit. And you know, then these bigger feuds will start coming. Like Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, whoever wins that, or whoever ultimately succeeds out of that feud, I expect AJ Styles to pick up from that for sure. Okay. And then it kind of sounds like the Divas Revolution is just going to be the Divas Division. We should just start calling it the Divas Division. I think the Revolution. The yeah, or the Women's Division. I think the Revolution is um is over. Not that that's a bad thing. I, I liked the Becky and Charlotte feud overall. I just want to see where they go from here. We have not seen Becky on Raw yet tonight. I'm looking forward to that. Um, hopefully. But um, yeah, this was kind of a downer episode, you guys. We gotta pick it up next time. There's some happy stuff. Oh, good. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm All right. Let's right. get out of here. This is um, Celis and Two James and D Wayne and Aaron. This is another episode of the Big Gold Belt Bummer Cast. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at BGB Group, uh, bgbgroup.tumblr.com for all of our programming. We'll hit you with the Sunday three count and the Wednesday deep dive every week. We're going to try and make that a regular thing. Uh, Facebook.com slash Big Gold Belt. And um, maybe we'll, maybe sometime either on Sunday or the next one, we can hit them with a little bit of Dallas talk. And uh, maybe we can we, we should do a little bit more on uh, NXT, maybe some ROH talk again next time. Maybe I'll even watch Impact this week. I probably won't, but maybe I will. We'll have to see. That'll be a surprise for next week. But until then, we will catch you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Sorry if you're sad.